Greetings, flesh creatures. It is I, Megatron. On behalf of TFYLP, I want to congratulate you for listening to the most refined collective podcast on this miserable little planet Earth. Yes. Here you'll find knowledgeable fans discussing every aspect of Transformers and beyond. Now, enjoy the show while I continue my path to complete conquest of all of you miserable biological entities. Predacons, terrorize! Hi, welcome to TFYLP episode 447. We are live tonight. Uh, Finally. Uh, what to, yeah, I know, right? Uh, Monday, September 13th. Uh, so I apologize for the late start. Uh, my computer decided to update and, you know, do a bunch of updates or whatever. Yeah, right. So, so anyway, I'm Lucas. I am here tonight with Rob. Hi. And Rick. <laughs> and Peter. Forever Destron. Oh, I guess you already broke the news to everyone in the chat. Thanks, Rob. I appreciate appreciate you letting everyone know. What? I was I was keeping people up to date with like where the hell's the show i was like a traitor's trying to wreck it so keeping it real man there there we go so um <clears throat> i think zaldron was hoping that uh that anna would be on the show tonight uh to talk about it so unfortunately she will not be joining us as far as i know but who, who knows you know maybe halfway she, through is she broadcasting on her only fans page tonight <laughs> I, I don't believe that uh, she has one of those so oh right so Neither do but maybe I. maybe we should start one of those for tflp right rick can finally get to do his uh shirtless idea that he's been asking about for like four years i'm just one day gonna be at tfcon at a panel and i'm just gonna just casually start undressing you could do it this year you know colin says no, you have not this year because... just keep the mask on no right i was gonna say colin says go. you have to wear a mask it doesn't say anything about a shirt that's right that's right <laughs> so tonight we're being traitors all of us i don't we're not even talking about traitors. transformers we're not even talking about robots you know i uh i was looking I through an idw that's... comic and something very interesting popped up at me. It said the Hasbro universe of characters on the, on the back of it. And it said Transformers, G.I. Joe, Mask, Micronauts, ROM, Visionaries, GoBots. I remember there's some uh, GoBots that showed up in the IDW stuff like as little nods, like we've seen Psy Kill Dead on the side or something like that, right? Well, they've done a whole GoBots comic book. Yeah. Oh, the, when was it that? Was, it wasn't in the oh, shared yeah. universe, but it, it there were weird tangential ties. It means it could be in the shared. It's like it's like the MCU. 
everything that's ever existed is now canon in the MCU. Every every iteration of every character is canon now. Yeah. So the same could be true of except for Transformers, which don't belong in Marvel. We're gonna forget that ever happened. We don't we don't talk about it. Spider Man did not show up. It, Wyatt, it's funny. It's still canon in the IDW continuity, but not in the Marvel continuity. Yeah, I don't know. Does do Transformers have a like a Marvel Earth designation for them technically, or does they just literally pretend like that one issue never happened? And it was more. Uh, than there's no reason to. to well, there was there was, a, there was Transformers versus Avengers a few, you know, like oh 10 yeah, years ago. I forgot about that. Yeah. So uh, we're probably like Earth TFO one or something. So, so Rob, to answer your question, IDW had a four issue miniseries of the GoBots like a year ago, maybe something like that. Four years ago, maybe it, was, it could have been four years it was, ago. It was a while ago. I, I don't and remember. And it's it's heavily implied at the end of it. Spoilers that it's tied to the Transformers GI Joe comic done by the same. Uh, Writer, artist, the Tom Scioli guy. Is it the guy that did the crazy? Yeah, the crazy Transformers GI oh, Joe. Okay. Yeah, it's, I it's, still haven't read that. I need to go read buy that and read them because yeah, I hear they're just they're ridiculous, which is fun. I, yeah, I they're, they're they're nuts. Yeah. Okay, so was real the quick, the Mar- good? it wasn't as good, but it was still interesting. It tried to t- it tried to play it a little bit more straight. Okay, so Dum Dum Dugan, uh, Nick Fury, Spider Man all show up in issue three of the original Marvel book. Circuit Breaker starts showing up in issue five as Josie Beller and then as Circuit Breaker in issue nine. And then she saves the Marvel Universe. She saves the Earth during Secret Wars 2. So she is a player in and she had, you know, I didn't know that. Yeah, she had she interacted with the Beyonder and convinced him not to just snap the Earth out of existence. Um, She we can thank her for not blowing up or not having Earth blown up in 1985 or whenever Secret Wars 2 was. Um, so, and, and she had her own Marvel universe profile. She was listed as an active member of the Marvel universe for years. So, so the, the fact that Marvel tries to downplay the involvement of the transformers. Oh, and, and, uh, the Neo Knights, the Neo Knights, uh, Black Rock's team from the late part of the Marvel run <clears throat> come to find out, uh, when they were, when Furman was pitching what was going to happen to them after the Transformers series, the entire Transformers canon was a computer simulation, and they were supposed to be in a in a in a new book, which was also going to feature uh, Deathlock, where it's it's a bunch of robot fighting dudes, and that book never got off the ground. So the Optimus Deathlock. Prime died in the due to a video game that was inside a simulation. Yes, <laughs> like I knew, like Death's had has other comics and stuff, right? That's but he was created in, for Transformers, right? He was he was snuck into an issue of Dragon's Claws to put him in the Marvel Universe. He was snuck in somewhere so, publication wise to to get him as a as a Marvel property, okay. but he was created for Transformers, if that makes Got sense. It. And then he went on to to be his own then, thing. Yep, yep. Well, there's a little more so, than just Spider Man showing up on the cover. Yeah. So uh, at one point, um, David Vonner was the head of Marvel while I was there. For a good chunk of the time that I was there, rather. And um, we were going to do for BotCon a Def's, the Marvel Legends Death's Head figure. 
Um, is that the legend? The legends one, which is the three and three quarter inch one. Is it three? Huh? What, it's, whatever the it's three and three quarters ish. It's, yeah, it's, it's like four inches. It's it's with the the modern GI Joe scale. But yeah, right. it's, but whatever it's Marvel, that line Marvel is called. Legends universe. I think at the time it was called Legends. So we were gonna do a Legend scale Def head, Def head, and Transformers packaging for Bacon, and Hasbro was gonna sell it. But um, shortly would it have there, been in Marvel colors because like like Transformers Marvel colors because. The one that we got was in the wrong colors. It, I, 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 we never even got that far because shortly thereafter, most of the Marvel team got axed, including Dave. So um, when I tried to present it to the new Marvel team, they're like, what? No, we don't do Transformers. <laughs> womp womp. Okay. But we're not doing Transformers tonight. We're doing so, GoBots. So tonight, GoBots. So I, I hear that they're actually not robots, that they are cyborgs. Is that okay. right? Oh. Okay. The GoBots. The GoBots are cyborgs, yes. Yes. And and Machine Robo are not. They are robots. Are they are they robots or mechs? Or mechs? They are. Are we talking GoBots or Machine Robo? Machine Robo. Machine Robo are robots. Okay. There are okay. a couple of mechs. There's a slug dude in a in a suit, but everyone else is a robot. All right. Well, let's and, start. Let's talk. Start at the beginning. So, Peter, give us the rundown. When when 19... did Machine Robo start? Because that came first, much like Diaclone. If if you let me get started, I will get started. So, here we go. In 1982, because, you know, we're going to talk about God damn you, Rick. Seriously. Where's Rick's mute button? Turn him off. <laughs> You know, you know he's going to do it. You were saying, Peter. You say so? Uh, okay, in 1982, Poppy, a subsidiary of Bandai, uh, released a series of uh, small, die-cast, transforming robot dudes, uh, the Machine Robo line. And they, they, they were popular, and they sold. They were 600 yen uh, initially, and they did 54 of them at the 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 600 series um in 1983 bandai absorbed poppy and poppy was no more and they reissued the first like dozen or so uh, machine robo series figures and then tried to sell them as machine men in america uh with the same name cycle man tank man things like that or tank robo cycle right. robo so in, uh, in japan they came boxed correct but in the U.S., they came carded on very generic cards. Yeah, very, very generic cards. The initial ones, it just said, like, Machine machine Men zero one one Cycle Robo, and it was it was Cycle in Cycle Colors. And they came with a sticker sheet, uh, the initial ones. Um, and Before we move on too far, so was there any fiction at this point? Like, this was point, there a packing comic even? or there, there were, you know, the little foldouts to show you everyone that was available. That was yeah. about it. There yeah. wasn't any uh, manga? Any no. comic strips? Not yet. Did um, then how many did you say with initial? Was it fifty, sixty? There were fifty-four between nineteen eighty-two and nineteen eighty-six. Did okay, in so Japan, that that includes months. like all the repaints then, as well, like in that repaints. numbering. There were repaints. There weren't. 
there okay. were there were a okay, couple of machine... GoBots. You know, and GoBots the... are some repaints. So okay, I so never machine... know what I have either. You know, like I don't know if it's Machine Robo or GoBot when they're the same. Uh, what's what? And it's it's all in the in the in the, in the copyright stamping. Uh, whether it says Poppy and and what the years are and the and the countries where it was produced. Um, and then there are box variants in Japan. And there were a couple figures like Shinkansen Robo, which is MR12, I believe, came in a blue deco and a green deco. This one's a oh. machine Robo. Which one? My Turbo. Yeah. Yeah, it says MR07 has Japanese stamping on it. Oh, that that doesn't mean anything. Oh, it doesn't. MR- no, it says yeah. Poppy. Okay, if, if it has Poppy, then it's either a first release GoBot or a machine Robo figure. lost peter no he didn't lose me uh, i've got a visual aid um maybe and then so they they came up with uh, scale robo dx which were larger figures uh, they all had kind of the same transformation um we knew them as the first wave of super gobots and then when machine robo was really taking off they made larger versions of some machine robo characters from the 600 series and called it big machine robo and that's stacks big Eagle Robo, Big Shuttle Robo, Big Cycle Robo. You're, that's the second wave of uh, machine super super GoBots. Sorry, that we've got in the states. So in 1983, GoBots were branded as GoBots in America, showing up. Here they are, and they were cheap. They were three bucks a pop for the small ones, and ten bucks a pop for the larger ones. Mostly unchanged. Um, the names and the numbers were changed on the packaging. So. Cycle Robo Zero One became Psykill Number One uh, on on the GoBots packaging, and then you go down the line and the numbers just go crazy. And and that, yeah. that's when the factions got introduced too. And that's when yeah we got Guardians and Renegades. It initially, just said like friendly this and enemy that, um, <laughs> but then they they actually put the factions on. The cartoon started in September of 1984. Challenge of the GoBots. Uh, by Hanna-Barbera. It's all the voices that you know from all the other properties from the 80s. Um, and yeah. It's one of those, um, you know, a lot of people when they're new to Transformers, you know, they think, oh, GoBots, yeah, those are the Transformer knockoffs. And, you know, the, the easy fun fact is always GoBots came first. Everything about it came first. The toys were first. The show was first. Mm-hmm. It was and all it's corrupted that that that's further that 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 idea the notion that gobots are knockoff transformers is furthered by the fact that i think it was clerks 2 someone said gobots those are the kmart transformers those are the knockoffs or something along those lines and so pop culture wise they i mean they are they they are fondly remembered as the inferior transforming robots i mean it's i mean it's definitely we all know it like your parents might get you a transformer, but that uncle you only see at Christmas who you're surprised even got you a gift. He gets you the GoBot, you know, cause he's, he's only gonna spend a few bucks for you, you know, and then you're like, yeah, a toy, whatever, you know? Um, it was definitely the cheaper alternative. Um, especially for parents that have no clue what's going on or anybody buying toys for kids that have no idea what's going on. You know, it was, seems close enough to me and it's a lot cheaper. Yeah, you know, my first Transforming Robots toys were GoBots. I was watching Transformers because the cartoon came out at the same time as the GoBots cartoon, uh, same month. 
um, September of 84. And so I was, you know, three bucks for a GoBot, and it turns into, it's a red car, dude. You like the red car, dude. Well, I, I want a Transformers because I wanted what was on the screen, but I'm four years old, so what the hell do I care? So this is all the initial fiction that you got. You got a little machine robo pop-out thing, and it That's shows not you. fiction. It's a this catalog. is not fiction. <laughs> this is just a catalog. So this is the, I'm saying, this is as far as the, the fiction got for... <laughs> The first couple of years. Now this is an '84 catalog, because because of how far the numbers go. And then in 1985 they introduced the Machine Robot Devils, which are the Monster Robots, Vamp and Scorp, bless you, Vamp and Scorp and Blades and those guys. Um, but they were some of them were released in different colors in Japan, and they, I mean there are other figures that were released in Japan that we didn't get here, and we got things here. Uh, that they didn't get there. The entire, almost the entire 86 assortment of GoBots, 1986, were, if you look at the stamps, like you were looking at your turbo figure, it said MR007. Um, uh, the, almost almost all the GoBots have that. It'll say MRD, MR, or MRT. The MRT designated ones, that's uh, like Treads and, I don't know, the, the, the last year guys. Um, the MRT ones were developed for Tonka, so it's Machine Robo Tonka, and they're based on rejected Machine Robo designs from Japan. Bandai was like, we're not releasing those. They're not up to snuff. <laughs> the Americans will take them. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of when, uh, you know, like how when Transformers became a, a runaway hit out of nowhere, right? And they were just like, we need more things to release, so let's buy this Jetfire thing. Let's buy Omega Supreme. Let's buy, I think, Whirl? And, Whirl, um, yeah, Whirl and Roadbuster, Buster, the Deluxe yeah. Insecticons, Omega Supreme, yep. Skylinks. Like, they were just, like, licensing. I know about Skylinks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where did that come from? I wonder. Uh, Toy Box, I believe. Hmm. I'm going to have to, like, is, was the original one of that differently colored or anything? It wasn't, or? I think the original, the original Skylinks was never released. It was something yeah. that they found, and yeah. they were like, uh, we'll release, we'll license that. Well, it's not coming out. Well, we'll it's coming out over here. We'll release it. Yeah. Okay, that's why Japan. I didn't know that one. Cool. Yeah, that's yeah. why Skylinks didn't come out in Japan until the until the reissue. Yep. Edition. Oh wow. So and then GoBots had a ton of ancillary stuff like uh, remote control stuff. Um, I don't. Did Zod ever come out in Japan? Zod, Zod did not. Okay, Zod was developed in house in Tonka. Uh, <laughs> the the GoBot Guardian headquarters and Thruster Renegade headquarters were developed by Tonka in house. And they didn't come out in Japan. Um, they were released overseas, over like in in Europe as uh, Robo Machine. So we've got we've got Machine Robo in Japan, GoBots in the U.S. and Canada, Robo Machine in Europe and and uh, and uh, the U.K. and stuff, you know. Um, and then Australia also had Machine Men, yeah. and each region got some deco variants and some gift sets that we didn't get here. Or in Japan, it's just it's 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 a big crapshoot of of stuff. Now, yeah. so those the gift boomers, sets are impossible. They are. Find. They're usually like three packs. There there were there were gift sets of just like three packs of like three three guardians or three renegades. But then there were also recolor gift packs. Like there was a Machine Men gift pack with stacks in Australia that came with four different recolors of small. Uh, GoBots, like a different colored turbo and a different colored spoiler and a different colored, I want to say uh, uh, Tux, but I could be wrong there. And Stax himself was a recolor. 
Uh, in Europe, they had some of the monster guys were recolored differently, and some of the later jets were recolored differently. And then we had recolors in-house here. Leader One was released in two decos. Psykill was released in two decos. Um, Crasher. Uh, Crasher was in two decos. And each one of those... Dive Dive. Dive Dive was not officially released in two decos. Dive Dive was only in one deco, but there are, and that opens up with the next thing, there were so many knockoffs of machine robo toys released in the States so- concurrently on cards with, like, you know, same, same aisle in the store. You're going to have a gray dive dive and a blue dive dive and a black dive dive, but only one of them is the GoBots version of dive dive. The other one is so robot the, submarine. The gray version of dive dive, which is like, you can find it everywhere. That that's a knockoff. Huh? That's a knockoff. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. And in machine I mean, robo, I, I he feel was like only that's released kind of a fascinating movie. topic in general of, you know, I know that is that part of the reason why transformers put the rub signs on, um, was was to deal with knockoffs and whatnot. But, like, I know that, you know, we had this whole knockoff, you know, you talk about it with, like, high-end knockoffs uh, with Transformers or, like, third-party and whatnot. But it's, like, back then, it just seems wild to me to go to a store and have a knockoff, like, right next to the regular I mean, figure. That's that was that was happening not all that long ago. Like, early 2000s, you could go into big lots and buy blatant... Beast Wars knockoffs, right there. Yeah, G1 like, combiner set knockoffs. Oh, yeah. No, and yeah, you can still well, probably do that at, like, yeah. Dollar Tree, whatever, or something like that. But it's just funny to me how that stuff gets to, like, mass U.S. retail. You go to right. Kroger, and you see an Easter basket with some knockoff right. Transformers in it. And you're like, the yeah. Superion or something. And you're like, yeah. where'd yeah, you come yeah, from? Yeah, like, early 2000s, like, you can buy, like, su- like the Stunicons and Aerial Bots and, like, two Technobots. And then everywhere. Yeah. Oh, so Peter, I have a question. Zaldron mentioned in the chat um, that uh, a weird purple jet McDonald's toy, uh, which is actually that's oddball. Yeah, that's actually Wendy's, right? That's Wendy's developed by Tonka for the GoBots line. There are versions of them with the Wendy's logo in the top left corner, and and versions without the Wendy's logo in the corner. There were. Five total, one coloring book, one activity book, some promotional pins, and the five figures themselves. And it was just the Wendy's GoBots. I couldn't remember if they were actually GoBots or if they were branded as something else. Yeah, it's... I got two of those carded, and I have no idea where I got them from. Um, the, I got the the easy ones to get. The uh, the car, the the blue car, and then the Beamer. purple jet. Beamer yeah. and Oddball. Yeah. Uh, so, like... You know what I liked about GoBots? There's a couple things. They were all die cast. They had rubber wheels. All right. They were all pretty much the same size. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was great as a kid. They were all the same size. Then you had your Super GoBots, which were really big. And then you had your, you know, your Zod type character. And who's the race car that was a monster? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I, I've got him. I have like I have one in the box, and I yeah me so too. <laughs> I used to have a sealed one, but then I dropped it in the tape broke. Scales, 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 scales. And then Gobots had this awesome AT-AT. They had the yeah. command center, which was great. It was, was an great. AT-AT. That was my. I didn't have an AT-AT as a kid until like many years after Star Wars movies came out. 
where I got my cousin's hand-me-down. But that command center, that was my ad-at. I would use that with my Star Wars figures. I would use that with my G.I. Joe figures. That was that. That was the greatest thing. And Transformers didn't have that. They had Metroplex and Trypticon, but those were characters. This was a dedicated ship. There was just like a fleet of them. Like eventually the Transformers Store. had the activity command center or whatever it is, the big cardboard thing the you could build. One, yeah. But you know, I don't know how popular or common that was, you know, versus the GoBots at at you can still find a dime a dozen oh, all, the time. all over the place. Yeah. Like it, it was very popular. It's, to get. it's tough and, to find it complete. It's awesome. You had to kind of piece it together, but I don't know if mine's complete or not. Like it's got the ramp and it's got like a hose or two. Couple of hoses. There's a there's like a little yeah. fence thing. The elevator. Just make yeah. sure everything works. Uh, and then all the floors and stickers are always a problem. One of them's a cafeteria, cafeteria, right? Okay. One, one of them's cafeteria. cafeteria, right, Peter? I think so. One says enemy scanner. There's uh, there's a couple different things. Prison. Um, no, I want to I want to back I, up to a comment you said there, Rick. Um, you know, and I think it plays into GoBots being the knockoffs, right? The fact that. Uh, and, and hear me out. The fact that they had, they're all die cast and they have rubber tires means they are nowhere near as durable, like for heavy play. It would just like the the first uh, year or two of Transformers was the same way. Like and after that, they become pretty much all plastic, right? Um, and like <laughs> you'll see a lot more beat up, you know, Prowls and Optimus Primes than you will for Rodimus. You know, compared like yeah, you can find plenty of them covered in dirt, right? You know what I mean, but. I mean, I love diecast. I love rubber tires. But everybody loves the feel of that stuff, but it doesn't hold up as well. And I think that contributes to this. Like, oh, well, I got some movie era Transformers that hold up a lot better than the smaller, cheaper, dinkier looking, you know, GoBot toys. And it, but they're you know, stuffed like, up paint and yes. they're ripped off tires. And these, these are just shaky, janky turds now. And it's yeah, only three years after they came out. So, like, this turbo I held up, um, it took me a long time to find a turbo that didn't suck. And I mean, I, I don't know, I think it was like 30 bucks or something, which is expensive for a common GoBot, right? Like turbos are all over the place, but they're all scratched up like heavily. None of them have tires and they're all beat up. It just took me forever to find a turbo that I finally liked, um, yeah. you know, and it's because of that. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like the GoBots and again, like, I haven't really looked at pricing recently, but I was able to get quite a few in, in pretty good condition you know, a number of, of years ago. And I feel like it's always those things where every dealer always seemed like they have a bucket of go bots, like at their, at their booth or whatnot. Like they're like, Oh, you've got all the transformers up front. And then they're like, Oh yeah. In the back, like we've got, you know, oh, you want some of those go bots? Like there are, you know, a couple bucks of pop in the back. Cobwebs but they're, but they're, back there. Right. But they're right. Crap when they're in the, the buckets, cause they're going to be beat up. Right. They probably have a broken piece and like good luck with like getting a cop tour with his parts, it, you right. know, like if it's in the bucket, right? Like you have to find yeah. one that somebody has assembled and it's complete. And good, again, good luck. They're not having chromeware all off with the little parts. Right. And lots of them have, I find GoBots much tougher to get like the guns and weapons. If you want that versus transformers, you can well, find it. Dozer has a gun. Dozer comes with a gun, and it is this big. Is that the red truck thing? Like no, Dozer's, he's like the orangey bulldozer guy. You just bend him oh, over. Oh, got it, yeah. And, and his, his gun is about 
seriously four millimeters long and it looks just like a little silver stick and you can hold it in his hand or you can put put it in uh, as as the the two seconds exhaust for his for his mode his you know alternate mode he also has a canopy that breaks really easily it's plastic and then uh pumper is the one that rob i think is going to get the fire truck he also has a tiny little gun that you can either put in his hand or put at the end of his there you go see <laughs> tiny gun that's that's pumper and once that's gone and it's in the couch cushion or in or you know on the, the, the carpet, vacuum at that point. mom vacuumed it up yeah like, so those is, things disappear i got most of my GoBots um from a, a transformer friend uh who just he who had a bucket of them but they were most of them were in decent condition including the uh like super psych hill and uh the the base and everything and like you know he sold it to me pretty cheap as well but like a lot of them are really nice and like this one has the gun it was just happened to be stuck in its hand and it was still stuck in his hand right you know I, I so no it was it was a mix that gobots had guns like not all of them not all of them no not all of them do actually i'd say most of them don't yeah right because well, wasn't blasts. that that was the thing in the cartoon right where they would like shoot laser blasts out of their hands so mm-hmm like that was one of the things because i don't know i mean transformers are the same way that the difference is is that g1 transformers are so ubiquitous that i don't know like i feel like that parts well, and the, the guns are bigger not have been have been a thing for so long that like a ton of people just have have transformers parts maybe i'm wrong but like i just i just feel like every toy line outside of transformers i feel like it's harder to piece together accessories than transformers well, it, I mean, everything has its corners that is tough like ninja turtles some of the first years of stuff easy you, you can find casey Jones weapons in like five different colors all day long right you know but you want uh sandstorms parts half quartz parts right. you, you know metal bebop parts like good luck you know <laughs> you're gonna have to get that crap sealed or you know get it complete and spend 200 bucks on it yeah you're gonna but, pay through the nose on it and I mean, you talked about Transformers toys being ubiquitous. Once the cartoons came out, I think a lot of mid-level kids, you know, like 10-year-olds and stuff, once both cartoons were out and you saw the quality of this versus the quality of that, a lot of kids checked out on GoBots. They were like, this is nope. Transformers had a far superior cartoon. And I mean, I think as far as a toy, like, I mean, I think everybody here... Maybe not Lucas. I don't know how he feels, but I think the rest of us really like GoBots. Um, they're fun. They're absolutely they're cool. Um, but like, you know, there's more to Transformers. It being just that little bit larger makes it just more substantial, more real. It doesn't feel as toss aside. You know, it's kind of like how I feel about like a Marvel Legends figure versus a three and three quarter, right? Like three and three quarters too small for me. To that's what she said. Yeah, to uh, I, like, I don't know. I don't. I don't look at it like that. I mean, I love GoBots, but I. I, I never looked at it like that. I just looked at it as like they're they're the same scale. They're supposed to be that size. Um, they have their own flavor, their own I, style. I I don't know. I mean, I I honestly kind of as a kid, I had a lot more Gobots than I had Transformers. And the thing that was always frustrating for the Transformers, like I didn't have an Optimus Prime back in the day. I didn't have a Megatron gun. Like, I mean, those just didn't like exist, you know, by the time I was getting those and whatnot. But I did have a leader one and a Psykill. 
and you know i could get all the characters that i wanted to and i i think the other thing too is is like they since they were those like three dollar impulse buys it was a lot of times where we'd be out at the store and like my mom's not gonna buy me the transformer like that's 20 bucks or whatever it might be like you know however much it was yeah but like oh okay well you know we'll buy you a gobot sure you know kind of kind of deal so i ended up with a lot more of those but i feel like i felt like as a kid i could kind of world build a little bit more um that uh what are the uh what are the um jet like mech things or whatever uh power suits the power suits yeah so like those were really cool too i forgot about both i had both of the power suits back in the day um and uh whatnot and you could put all the you know characters inside of them and and whatnot too so that could that was that was fun in in that there was a chart on the back of the package for the individual uh power suits that would tell you which gobots would fit in which suit so any small gobot could be a combiner of sorts where did uh, the power suit originate was it machine robo as well it was machine robo there were there were two actually we we got grungy and courageous in the states and they're the same mold just redecoed in japan they got two different molds uh one of them was what became grungy or courageous and the other one it was called land commander 5 and that was supposed to be released in the states according to uh, supertoyarchive.com uh, alex pickmore's site it's supposed to come out as nemesis uh, but it never made it to the states and each of the power suits was, was released twice in japan uh once in the early part of the line and once post 86 we need to talk about that in a sec um both 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 suits released twice and then there were other things that were released early and then again post 86 and that that's another thing that i think i remember that being bootlegged as well right or at least the power suits and not not yeah the power suits were not the center combiner it might have been it it, it really might have been and that's one of those things you can get them carded there were gift sets and there, and then there were variations on the gift sets because if you bought it from Sears or J.C. Penney, they came in a different box. It was like a, like a brown mailer box with just kind of, the the information on the package, or you could get the, you know, the fancy Kmart package where window box and pretty pretty with the artwork. I, and stuff. I got the uh, Sears uh, Guardian Command Center in the brown That's, box. Exactly, yeah, that was also available in the brown box or the the pretty art box, and both are desirable for you know different reasons uh gobots also had like yeah i don't collect gobots the way i collect transformers um but whenever i see a gobot i don't have i try to get it i'm always surprised oh look there's gobot lunch boxes there's gobots party plates uh i i tend not to go for that stuff yeah they have plenty of merchandise figures but uh, there was something Super Gobots I had always wanted, and it was the Super Gobots headquarters. Rob, you mentioned the uh, activity center for Transformers, which was a cardboard set. You would open it up uh, out of the box, and then you would actually use the box as part of the base, and you'd assemble these cardboard pieces produced by Warren. Warren, yeah. Gobots had one as well for the Super Gobots, and it is amazing and uh about three years ago i was finally able to get one uh it's complete i i think i i paid like nothing for it i paid like a 100 bucks i think for it what's the name and, of it uh, gobots what super uh, super gobots headquarters 
or Super Gobot's place. Right. I think it's headquarters, though. I think I have it right over here. Hang on. And that's part of the thing that I, I like about Gobots. It's kind of similar to G2, where it's like not highly desirable by collectors necessarily, but it's like just kind of oddball stuff. So like whenever you're going to, you know, TFCon or BotCon or just whatever convention there may be, like they've got like those little oddities on the shelf and you're like, oh, hey, that's cool. I haven't seen that. Like I'd like. It surprises me. Like I feel like Transformers, like, yeah, there was tons of merchandising and like oddball stuff on the sides or whatever, but nothing that was like mainline, right? It was, Transforming robots mainline, you know, um, but GoBots had a lot of stuff. Like you mentioned, scales earlier, like that thing doesn't look like anything else. No, like, in the line, was, right? It's weird. That was another it's one. In the that was, line. It's in the main line, and that was another one that was developed by Tonka and just. Kind of, oh, here comes Rick. Ooh. Yeah, and it's Super GoBots Guardian Headquarters. There you go. But yeah, like they have a lot of stuff that like. When I was sometimes looking through, like, oh, what's all the GoBots? You know, I might make a list of what I want to collect or whatever. And I was like, oh, I don't want any of this crap. It's trash, trash, trash. Like, where's – I think it's what I really want is the stuff that came from Machine Robot, realistically. Yeah. That's called, it's like your meat and potatoes, right? Mm-hmm. I think uh, if, if there are people out there that are still dis- – I, I feel like most Transformers fans are don't dismiss GoBots anymore, right? Like, I, I feel like we joke about it. You're right. I mean, you say that, but if you go to a lot of Transformers boards and stuff on Facey Page, there it is. Oh, that looks cool. It's got ramps, elevators, like trap doors, sliding doors, 22 interlocking durable wood board pieces with non-toxic colors. Fold up 24-inch square play mat. Movable locking elevator, two-story vehicle ramp, space loader, escape device. Built-in carry handle, five exciting GoBot headquarter rooms. It looks terrible. I like it. it. Just, it it's completely dorky and dinky, but it is. It I don't know what so you're cool. talking about, Rob. That looks amazing to me. I like the ramp. That's it. Like it, it's got this crappy map that looks like a a shitty board game. Like you remember when you were a kid. And you would make your own board games in school. Like, you know, you draw it out and you ought to make up your own game and rules. And it was terrible. That's what that mat looks like. Like some This kid is like every 80s chocolate. playset, like before Castle Grayskull was that kind of crap. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> and then I found something else. I, I completely, I keep forgetting about this. But GoBots had something else that Transformers didn't have. Not only did they have the power suits, which allowed pretty much every character to be a, com- a combiner of sorts. Then they also had vehicles, like the Space Hawk. Hmm? Hang on, I've got one loose. I'll show you. And then this, by the way, is the Super Gobots playset, which never came out, unfortunately. Never released. So, so Anna wants to know if she missed the Gobots cartoon discussion. Yeah, Anna, we had it earlier. Uh, we pretty much just crapped on it, and that was that was sixty-five that. episodes. <laughs> Yeah. We, we didn't talk about it much. I mean, no, not really. Let's be real. Who, who's other than who really sits down and watch, has watched the GoBots cartoon? Like, I assume Peter has because Peter watches everything. Rick what happens? Yeah, I watched. It's hard like to it. watch now, but yeah. Like I, my uh, favorite episode is the one where they bring Turbo back to life. <laughs> Christian actually sent me the Rock Lords movie, and I lost interest really quick. Like I left it on, but I was browsing on my phone a lot. Right, like. 
it was rough. I really hope that Anna has the Rock Lords movie on DVD. I'm pretty sure she does. Like, I think that's why Christian had it. Was like, oh, he got that's it, right. Yeah, he digitized and then it. it me. And yeah. we, should, we should have a watch party at the show. Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah! Bring a pillow. <laughs> watched it a couple weeks ago. I watch it pretty regularly. <laughs> we have, but, uh, who was the big star of that movie? Uh, Roddy McDonald. Not... Uh, we had we had Telly Savalas, Roddy McDowell, and Margot Kidder were the celebrity cast, and then Michael Nori played, and he's like a character actor. He played Boulder, and then it was the regular GoBots cast, uh, nope. Arthur Arthur Burghardt, and and the dude from Deathstalker plays Cycle. Um, yeah, I talked about this the other, you know, a couple weeks ago when you were talking about the original Transformers movie, that you know the Transformers movie had an increased production budget and it showed a lot whereas like the rock lords movie is just a, a long episode exactly the same quality right yeah, that's what i was saying it was like filmed in an afternoon in burbank they were just like you know eh, it's fine yeah and it was just i think that was another thing that helped transformers set apart like i mean even the main show um you know it depended on which studio was doing it right but like sometimes they got a really good studio and then you'd get you know carnage and c minor but you know, then you then you get some really nice. We're like, whoa! You know, when it was done by Acom, it was really nice. Um, I'm calling yeah, it's just Acom. Call the primitives. See, I don't know. Who, I don't, yeah, Call the Primitives was done by Tokyo Movie Shinso. Okay, someone in the chat, uh, Soulcraft, yeah. is jumping ahead. So okay, so in '85, '86, '86, we got the movies, Transformers movie, Cobots movie. Uh, in 86, uh, in Japan, they started a new cartoon. To this point, they'd only had a couple short mangas that's, that, that were included with figures uh, from the Machine Robot Devils line. Uh, this is from mm-hmm. Machine Robot Devils. Right, and they didn't get um, our cartoon, The Challenge of the Gobots. They did not get Challenge of the Gobots because they took one look at that and said, nope. Um, so, so they got their own cartoon, and it was called... Uh, Machine Robo Revenge of Kronos, and it introduced a whole new thing, a whole new, uh, like, you know, story to these already established and already popular Machine Robo toys. And they reissued just about everything, issued a bunch of new stuff. There were reissues. Oh, we didn't talk about the double Machine Robo. They're kind of like Duocons, two vehicles that combine to form a single robot. Uh, There were three of those initially. Yeah, there there were three of those initially. Then they reissued the three and then added three more as helitanzer tank transer jet transer sidelancer double jet and drill heli um i've got three of those did those uh, uh not get gobots releases then i take those, it those a couple the first three got robo machine releases in like france and belgium uh but they did not get uh go and and the the second the later runs of them say robo machine Really small GoBots logo. Um, so they were technically GoBots, but they were RoboMachine, so they were by Bandai, but I don't know, it's a mess. How is Revenge of Kronos? Uh, Soulcraft was asking, I was wondering too. Like, is it decent? It's excellent. It is, oh. it is, it is. Like, not in a kitschy, terrible way. It's just, it's actually good. It's actually good. Okay, so I was working at. Quality is very good. Yes. I was working at a video game store in the late 90s. And across the hall was was Blockbuster Games. Remember when Blockbuster had like Blockbuster Music, Blockbuster Games, and Blockbuster Movies? They used to be that big? Yeah. So I Blockbuster Games was across the hall. And I worked at Software, et cetera, which was owned by Babbage's. And then we were all bought up by EB Games. And then that became GameStop. So they were like the, the villains over there. 
and they they got they had an anime section. Our we we didn't have an anime section, so you know we cross pollinate and talk to each other. And this guy comes over, a friend of mine, and he's like, "Hey man, I got a new anime drop. You want to borrow it?" And I was like, "What do you got? What do you got?" And he's like, "I got okay. Check this out. Check this out. Japanese GoBots." And I was like, "Not interested." You know? And uh, he's like, "No, no, no. You should check it out." And he loaned me the tape. Gene Robo. Um, Volume one. Tape is what we had before. Um, <laughs> Correct. Um, and I immediately fell in love with it. It had it had a, a western feel to it. The animation was was outstanding, uh, and it was the GoBots toys I knew in an anime animation style. You know, and it was subtitled, and it was just it was hitting all of my buttons, and the music from it is fucking excellent i have and their their character leads are different so it's not it's not led by leader one it's not doesn't right. use any of the fiction yeah. so their yeah. their choices for who the stars of the show are wildly different than what we got in go yes in uh, in in machine robo revenge of chronos the the the, the bad guys show up uh, uh they're 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 Sorry, my brain is farting. Um, they show up uh, to the planet of Kronos looking for something called the Hyre Bead. The Hyre Bead is an energy source that, that can grant eternal life, and the the enemy leader Goddess so he's he wants it, so he sends definitely sounds guy, like anime. So he sends the Gyandalar devils down to the to the planet Kronos to to get the Hyre Bead. The Hyre Bead is being held by this dude uh, who's like a sagey master dude, uh, and I, I I'm blanking on names. I've I've been preparing for this for weeks. It's one of my favorite things, and I, now I can't remember anything. So, good That's for me. Right. Yeah. Um, so that dude dies. <laughs> first episode. First episode. Okay. First first episode. And so it's up to his son, uh, Romstall, and his other students, uh, uh, Drill and Bluejet, who you might know from the Action Toys Machine Robo line, to defend the Hyrebeed and save the planet Kronos. And they wander around the planet and meet a bunch of friends and have adventures along the way. And they were released in a few different scales. The, the, the normal 600 series machine robo figures were re-released with new packaging. Uh, so you have your new version of uh, Rod Drill and new version of Blue Jet, new version of all the 600, well, a good chunk of the 600 guys. And then they came out with like these character collection action figure. They're bigger. This is in bubble wrap. I don't know. You can't see that. But that's cool because I've got a second one and it's open. So this is Romstall, and his his sword is kind of hidden back behind there. And this is so the and they made some new toys to go with the fiction, but yes. alongside the original. That's a lot bigger than a GoBot or a Machine Robo toy. Mm-hmm. He's he's like twice as tall. This is the oh, the new version of Rod Drill. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. way bigger. Yeah, and wow. I have a regular Rod Drill somewhere around here. But anyway, is it yeah, this is not. It, ha- okay. it has limited articulation. You can, you know, he has a sword you can hold. His elbows only bend inward, and his wrists don't move. So he, he's really, his knees move a little bit, but I don't want to, you know, go yeah, crazy on him. Yeah. Um, and he comes with a sword, and then they re, and then they, so they did Romstall and Rod Drill, and then Blue Jet, who I don't have. And then they reissued all three of these same year with BB launching cannons. Um, Interesting. Yeah. And these are the the Chara call or character collection uh, versions. So if I wanted to um, watch uh, the show, uh, mm-hmm. like, can I get it on 
DVD or something like that, or is it on YouTube or what's the? How, how do I watch uh, the show? And I assume it's only subtitled. I, I assume there's no dubs or anything. You are in luck because there is a horribly sub Hong Kong version. It's it's the Japanese, uh, you know, uh, language, but it was dubbed by someone in Hong Kong in like 2010, and uh, the the subs are bad. Uh, but you can get that super cheap for like 20 bucks for the whole series. Um, and then there were three OVAs, three, three OVAs, and then a spinoff, which didn't go anywhere uh, as far as the cartoon goes. Uh, but you can get all you can get all that stuff pretty cheap with bad subs. But if you want to if you want to wait, whoa, what was what was that it's noise? Sorry, I the pause didn't work. It is on YouTube with English dubs. Just FYI. Okay. If you wait a few months. Give it till about February, March. The whole series, including all the OVAs, are being reissued on Blu-ray uh, with new English subs. Yeah. I will say that the quality of the one on YouTube <clears throat> that I watched five seconds of like was actually like it wasn't like a grainy VHS rip or whatever. Like it was nice video. So there were two or three DVDs with the with the first like 10, 12 episodes uh, put out in 2000. I want to say 2008 or nine, something like that. Um, I've, I've, since I've had smartphone capabilities, I could play my own music or whatever. I have literally woken up to the, the battle song. It's, it's like a Western strumming guitar thing. I've literally woken up to that every morning. That is my alarm. I wake up to machine robo every day. I'm transformers dude, but holy shit, machine robo. Um, and then the, the toy line continued. There was another anime after that called battle hackers. It's, it's, it's its own thing. Great toys, short run. Uh, and then that died. And then there was a line called Winter Robo 1987. And it was like racing cars that had a track and you push a button and they kind of pop into robot mode. Not as much fun. And that was kind of the end of that. There are other figures. Uh, tough so trailer. Before we get into uh, characters that have come back uh, time and time again, uh, we touched on it briefly um, Challenge of the Gobots, Rock Lords movie. Mm-hmm. Rock Lords was a spinoff of Gobots. They were powerful living rocks. And in Japan, they were Robot Supermen, a subline of Machine Robo's MRC Revenge of Kronos line. And they are they also available boxed and stuff. And they look mm-hmm. the box packaging box. so much nicer. Yeah, yeah. boxes in style, like in styro in a box. Um, not they didn't get the rock pot vehicle. They didn't get some of the later figures, uh, but they got the first two waves that we got, as well as the uh, Stonewing vehicle and the Rockasaurus. They did not get Gnarlies. Gnarlies were Tonka development. And yeah, if you uh, go back to some old Ouch My Wallets. Um, you can definitely see a lot of rock lords from me, including uh, Fossilsaurus, which was, you know, a uh, piece of Daily Restaurants. You know, very happy about that and still super good. And I finally finished the Jewel Lords, missing a couple weapons. One of them has his weapon, the other two don't, but it's just, I'm not going to bother. Um, yeah, rock lords are awesome. Rock are lords are awesome. I Simple love shapes rock lords. I love them more than GoBots. What I love about those toys are if you ever just take the toy and look at it, there is an incredible amount of detail into like the side panels and underneath like where arms fold up like no reason for detail to be there whatsoever but it's there and it just it's amazing that they got away with this 
in in the mid '80s. If you um, I, th- I think I went over this when I got like a big batch of them. A lot of them had uh, the cards, like the character cards that you know used to be on the back of the of the packaging, right? And you know somebody some kid had cut them out some year, uh, but the pictures on that card are all from like early pre-production samples. And so there are a wide array of differences. Like some are minor, but like boulders quite different. Like pieces are solid and where the other ones like they're hollow and chucked out. Like they're, some of them are quite different. A lot of colors are different. Um, and so it's just kind of one of those fun things to, to see. Okay. Is that, is that your little gnarly there? <laughs> he's not, not little. We, we, he's a chunk. Um, so, uh, Peter, give us a rundown on what the gnarlies were for people who. I hate the gnarlies. Just putting that out there. Yeah. Not buy them. The, gnarlies, the, the gnarlies were a series of, I want to say, nine different push action animals. Uh, they all had the same action, basically. Well, eight of the nine had the same action. You push them, and their tails and heads would go and bounce up and down. And there was. And they a, had fuzzy a, hair all over them. Yeah, they were fuzzy. So it, it felt like a response them. to trolls, but I don't know which one came first. The, the the original treasure trolls were way way first. This is I don't even know who thought this was a good idea. They decided that that Brock Lords needed pets for their one animated outing. I'm sure they there was a spinoff. They wanted it to be a full thing, but that didn't happen. I thought and it was they, the coolest thing that here you have basically you know in my in my head as a kid they were transformers, but you had a transforming figure that had a pet. And I just thought that was the coolest thing. I love the gnarlies. If they were interesting toys, sure. Like, I'm, I'm down with the concept, you know, but it needs to be a little transforming pet. You know, it's got like a little micromaster pet or something, you know, cool. Or or do something relating to rocks. They're organic. They're and not they're Like they're the not egg bots, you know. Something, yeah. And then there was the snarly gnarly, which is about three times as big as a regular gnarly, and you push the button or you know, click the button underneath and it goes and drives around and goes and makes faces and and stuff. Those are the gnarlies. And then which GoBots I died. Acquired, uh, about two years ago. I didn't I know still... it, it existed. And then somebody's like, hey, do you want to buy this? I'm like, oh, that looks familiar. What is that? I ended up getting it. The snarly gnarly is one that I'm still missing. I think that's the only actual figure I'm missing now from Rocklords. Yeah. No. Gnarly line. I need gnarly line and snarly gnarly, and then I'm done. I still need a spearhead. You do? Ooh, yeah. We got to talk on the side. I got another. I told you I got another yeah. spearhead. So not yeah, the one that's. We that's forgot about it. Yeah. We got cool. to, yeah, we've both been distracted. Yeah, I'm missing the uh, Jewel Lords and Rockosaurus. Okay. I've got a loose Rockosaurus upstairs. My boxed one is coming, I think. Rob hopefully. has one. Yeah, hopefully it's in the mail. Um, and then like Machine Robot did other stuff that was interesting. Like this is this is Tank Transer. He's a tank and a, a flatbed truck that combine to form a dude. Oh, so that's one of those. Oh, that's, yeah. That's cool. This is Jet Tanzer. Flag of Japan on him. Yep. And so he's a flatbed truck. And a jet. He's definitely a flatbed truck. <laughs> and this is Helitanzer. He's he's a yeah cobra, cobra chopper, and then an armored carrier that combine and transform. And these guys all showed up. Uh, the way the Machine Robo Revenge of Kronos cartoon worked is the main three main was well, like main five characters. It was Romstall, Rod Drill, Blue Jet, 
Lena Stoll, which is Rom's sister, and then Triple Jim. Triple Jim, I have a loose one upstairs. I'll go grab him in a sec. Um, they wandered around, and they would meet all these different characters. They met Tank Transfer, they met Turbo, they met Psykill, and they just kind of, they weren't like, later in the series, some people are recurring, some characters are recurring, but a lot of them were just like, hey, there's that GoBot you know. Hey, there's that one you know. That's neat. And that series aired in France as the second season of Challenge of the GoBots. Well, so that makes no sense. Makes no sense. So if if you watch it, you know, season one into season two, the whole thing seems like Psykill's redemption arc, because <laughs> toward the end of toward the end of uh, Revenge of Kronos, uh, Cycle Man or Cycle Robo, like he's there all the time helping out Romstall and, and those guys fight the bad guys. So it's like Cycle starts out as a jerk, then they have Rock Lords, and then moving on. So the, those were dubbed, I, I assume, in French. So I'm I'm wondering if they kept the same voice actors from season one to season I they, two. I think they did, yeah. I mean, I thought it was yeah, bad enough true. with uh, in America where we tried to make the Unicron trilogy, the Unicron trilogy. You know, those shows had nothing to do with one another, right? And they just tried to kind of ham fist it into like a bigger universe, and it did not work, right? But like that's even worse. That's just complete. That's crappy, cheap churned out american cartoon plus japanese anime where they can't know what they're doing you know yeah. <laughs> it's just worlds apart um so peter can you give us the rundown on what are the rarest figures uh well we've mentioned fossil source a couple times um there are a few play sets that are a little bit harder to find but the rarest machine robo toys i would say are gut which is fossil source if you can find Fossilsaurus in his European packaging in English or French or Dutch, holy shit, that thing, yeah, hard to find. Um, tough Trailer, Pro Truck Racer, Triple Jim in the box. Um, and Triple Jim has a lot, of, well, everyone has a lot of parts. Helicopter blades, BBs, they use BBs so much, little, little pellety things. I'll grab my Pro Truck Racer in a sec and my Triple Jim. Um, but yeah, those are all hard to find. And then some of the Battle Hacker stuff is hard to find. And then there there were a couple of series that came out after that. Uh, in 92, there was Changing Glow, and there were 13 or 14 of those. No one knows about that. Mm, I saw some in a, in a, in a, in a you know, like a, a Japanese type. It, just, it was just a market that I found myself at. What the hell are these? Eh, and I put them back. Didn't think anything of it <laughs> until years later. And it's like... Well, farts. Thirteen-year-old me should have had money or yeah. something. <laughs> and then there were—I uh, mean, they had Gashapon figures. Those are hard to find. Those are really hard to find. Land Commander Five is hard to find in the box. Um, but as far as like the Machine Robo, like little. Oh, and I guess the Six Hundred series has some things that were released in Japan that weren't released here. Uh, they've got—they've got this guy, who's a, a Mini Cooper. Bingo. Oh, that's fun. And, he, you know, and then they had a couple of Trainbot dudes, Shinkansen Robo, New Shinkansen Robo. Uh, there was a double-decker bus. Um, and then Apollo Robo. Uh, there's a B, I'm sorry, MR-747, which was only released uh, if you flew Japan Air for a certain window of time. Oh, wow. So, and they gave it out as a, as a promo. So some kids opened it, some kids didn't. You can find those occasionally. They run typically $600 to $1,000. Some U.S. sellers will push $1,500 and they're wrong. Um, 
What else? What I'm gathering from this is that there are a lot of rare ones. Like there's a there's a lot of hard to find stuff that it's not like it's hard to even find information about, much less if you find it. Right. You know, and then the person that's selling it has to know what it is. If they know what it is, they're probably just going to put some ridiculous price tag on it because they 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 own the market. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are other things, right? Like the combat robos. These are shell formers, basically. They're they're an action figure like wrestling robo and and kendo robo. But all they are is a a transforming, or I'm sorry, an action figure in a a shell. Yeah, that folds around them. And these came out a year before the Pretenders. And this guy has a swastika on his chest. I was about to point um, that out. That, uh, yeah. That's not so yeah. great. That's not so great. It's it's pointing the other way, though. So it, it, it's like the Zen version. And that figure I, got I was like, something Shattered else. glass version. Yeah, so that one... Like that one yin and yang or something, maybe. That guy was released um, twice. For, uh, cha- for GoBots, what is the rarest, hardest-to-find GoBot? Uh, that was a tailpipe. That's tailpipe. Uh, he was released in black and red uh, in Europe and, and the States. And then there's also Snoop, who was released overseas, as well as their carded versions. Uh, I don't have a Machine Robo Snoop. Um, or, or I'm sorry, Blackbird yeah, I've Robo. I've never seen Tailpipe. Which, I mean, it makes sense, right? He's rare. Yeah. Oh, and there's a... So you said, I mean, is this red version a mistake, or is that just a different color of Tailpipe? Yeah. The red version is the is the MR version. He was released in black too in the states and overseas, but the the Japanese version is red. So black version looks cool. Yeah, it's super cool. But this is another one. I mean, they all have rubber tires and they're all. I mean, you, you got to take care of them. One thing I think is interesting. Hey, Rob, you're like on mute. Yeah, sorry. Um, we're an hour into it. I got to interrupt because we haven't talked about it yet. And we have to talk about the GoBot combiners. We we yeah. we haven't we yeah haven't, we haven't talked about puzzler yet or uh, monstructor. Yeah. So like, that's always been one of my favorite things about GoBots and when people talk about it versus Transformers. I think I've put on mentioned before how like I hate G1 Devastator. I love G1 Devastator, but I also hate G1 Devastator. I think it's crap. Again, I love it. I have way too much nostalgia for that thing. Like a lot of us do. Like remember trying to get all six. You know that was a challenge for me as a kid. Um, but it's just a bunch of extra parts I put on there, and it's. Just, dinky and I, I just think it's terrible versus you know this dude who just i think he looks cool even today i like his proportions i like how yeah. he looks it's an all-in-one combiner um which i mean okay yeah sure that's a hand and an arm you know and it doesn't even it doesn't peg together so there's some weaker aspects sure but overall it looks cool you're not going to lose any parts unless what you break right um he combines and you know in pretty simple ways, it's not too tough. Oh, look at that! Is that so? Different? Um, you know, it's it, awesome. Comparing the Gobot combiners to Devastator, yeah, Devastator didn't have a lot of play value as a kid. His arms move up and down, and he would fall apart if you tried to move him. Um, but I mean, Puzzler fell apart too. I mean, you you try and move him, and that there's like no waist connection there. <laughs> but Puzzler's awesome though. He, he, he's still it's still more interesting engineering, and again the you don't have to worry about losing all the pieces which make it or, or even one piece. And now it's like oh he doesn't have a fist anymore. He's I guess he's done. I lost right part of the the green hip piece or whatever you know that makes it actually combine. You, you know it's a lot. I think it was a lot harder as a kid to enjoy those. 
because it was so easy to lose stuff. You could play within the sandbox or whatever, and it's like, oh, well, this toy's fucked now. I finally got all six, and I lost this piece, right? I feel like trying to collect Puzzler as a kid was a lot harder than collecting any Transformer combiner. Like, I don't remember... Being I didn't hit to... stores up as a kid, you know, in those when I was four, yeah, trying to buy yeah. stuff. So I don't have, I can't say. I, I didn't, um, I didn't have Puzzler as a kid, but like, um, I, I do <clears> think <throat> that I, I agree with you that it's a better combiner, in my opinion, than a lot of the G one combiners personally. Which and I mean, like you I said, think Devastator parts. Devastator's notably bad, right? Then after that, they went Scramble City, and they're all exactly the same. Right. right, you know, then they all they all go together fine and weird, but they still you know you lose a part and oh you lost a foot well might as well take off the other foot so it'll stand <laughs> you know, um, whereas I don't know I just find these just much more interesting, and you know the robots aren't all rectangles you know they, yeah. I just they feel more creative, but you know they also as far as I know only have the two you know there's Monster Dude and Puzzler, and the problem with both of these sets is the same problem that I mentioned earlier, but I feel like with all GoBots is they're also beat up. Like, overall, right. it's like I think you can go find good Transformer combiners. Yeah, there's some beat up, but you can find good ones, you know, without too much digging. Like, if you want a good puzzler, like, you probably want to find a gift set, right, that somebody didn't play with because it is all die cast and chrome and rubber tires. It's so much more susceptible to wear. And the, um, the one downside of puzzler, the, uh, the, Police lights are often broke, Almost and, you, know, broken. and you need that to make it. Set. I mean, it'll sit on there. Mine's broken, but it sits on there fine, right? But I know it's broken. <laughs> you know, they're they're so often broken, so it's or they're chipped. Yeah, yeah. But the engineering is cool. I find them. I find them. Uh, people that are disparaging towards GoBots, I think they underrate the uh, engineering that is in the line because it has a lot of cool engineering a lot of interesting things like um uh scooter I, again i don't know them well, actually the machine remember numbers he's a high number a higher number i was looking at it earlier 16 um, what he's 16 oh, was it just 16 yeah um oh yeah yeah you're yeah and I, I knew you were right but i, I think i saw it wrong earlier but like you know this is pretty unique you know great. i mean transformers but, had plenty of unique transformations too but I mean, he's a little scooter. That's cool. You know, you don't I mean, see it, stuff like that. I think again at the price point. You know, I, I think that that's yeah. that's the thing is is that the level of detail and, and all that of the figures was pretty cool for for the price. So yeah, there's a lot of little parts in this dude. Like you know, he's not. You know, it's not a MicroMaster level of transformation. It's way more than that. Well, even that, he's he's not Wind Charger. He's the same price as Wind Charger, and he's you get a lot more bang for your buck. With him, then you do than with the gears, box. wind charger. Yeah, the the go bots at that price point were way better than almost all of the mini bots. Yeah, I feel kind of where I, I like the little ones, right? But I feel like they kind of lost their way when they get, we got the big ones like yeah, the super yes. go bots. I don't think were as good. Like, what the hell is this? Like, I mean, I you know we know that most of us know that Diaclone was originally meant to be a piloted mechs, right? You, you know, and, and it's. In the first, like the '84 line, like it's it's very obvious. Like, oh yeah, there's a little thing there, but a thing there. It's why Ironhide doesn't have a face because he didn't need it, you know, crap like that. But this is how it was made, and it was always made to be its own thing, as far as I'm aware. And it's just what mate? And you know, this one that we got a lot of variations on this style, right? Mm -hmm. You know, the 
this is just this is this is bad. This is where GoBots was not good, in my opinion. Right. Well, there's something classic about that. Like I remember playing with that classic because they're so terrible. And just thinking, it's very alien. Coolest looking car in the world, and I love the way it transforms. It's so easy to transform. Um, the only thing I find interesting about, you know, the like three or four that look much, much like this, it was like Bug Bite was, you know, I think one of the more common ones is the uh, wow, very cool. It's like it kind of reminded me of uh the Bay movies in just that they look alien. They look very alien like the Bay movies did in, in, in their own way. Right. Um, the, the super robots, at least not the little ones, but the actual, like the super cycle and the, the super leader one are actually great, you know, cause yeah. they're like just transformers at this point, right. you know, they're just as big. They got the die cast. Um, the transformations are good and they're, I feel like if they had started out at this line, you know, and, and probably had a little bit better of a cartoon, obviously, like they would, I think, been a real force to contend, you know, if they had all been like this and like Super Psycho. But I think they weren't. The fiction, the fiction really hurt them. They didn't have a comic book like 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 Transformers did. They had, you know, coloring books and crayons and card games and board games and all the normal merch that you see. But the cartoon was... Despite, I mean, there were some fun episodes writing-wise, but it always looked so clunky. And the voice acting was always top-notch. That's, that's something I will give it. It was consistent animation, but it was consistently... Mm. Something that always bothered me were the yellow teeth. Like, bright yellow teeth. Like, brush Smoking's your bad. teeth, dude. Brush your <laughs> goddamn teeth. Um, you know, and it, I also want to know, for anybody that does like modern GoBots... Um, Action 52 has been doing um, a machine robo rebirth for many years now. Um, although we've only gotten like one release in the past couple of years. I think it's and 12, 12 figures total since 2015. I, I was I honestly like shocked that they have but come you know, out I haven't with, counted. You're talking about the, the action toys figures, yes. right? But again, and it's important to note that they are machine robo inspired, yeah. but you know, if you're a GoBots fan, you will like them as well. I found the line really inconsistent, though. Like, the first couple I find really kind of tedious and hard on the fingers. And then, like, there's a cup. Yeah. There's a lot of them that are just super excellent, though. They're a lot of fun. And then they did Super Psykill. That is just amazing. If you like Psykill, you want this figure. It Damn. is. It's super fun. It's really well made. And then their last release, uh, Tough Trailer, I like well, it. But it is a notable step down in quality. Like it's it's still cool, but it is very different. So they've been on hiatus for so long. I feel like they just eked that out. Even you know, tough trailer's an interesting one. His pedigree is weird because do you know what he's based on? A lot a lot of the since they were made by Puppy and Bandai, a, a number of the weird ancillary things for Machine Robo were sourced from other toy lines like the. The Bicon Fu set is a retool of the Gordian set, which came out in uh, it, w- it was released in the States in Godaiken at one point. But it was, you know, a Bandai piece. Um, Tough Trailer and his eventual retool Pro Truck Racer were are, are themselves retools of Flash Titan, which is a figure uh, from a Super Sentai series from like 1984. Very incestuous. Yeah. So yeah, if, no, you, um... if you got to get the the. Flash Titan, which is red, 
and combines with his trailer to form, you know, Big Flash Titan. And then you got to get Tough Trailer, who is blue, and he has a trailer that opens up like Optimus Prime's trailer and has a little repair bay and guns and stuff, and it's way better than Optimus Prime. <clears throat> and then you have Pro Truck Racer, who came with a big cannon BB gun thing and like chrome armor, and he just looks really. He's he's and he's black, so you've got a red one, a, a blue one, and a black one, each one with different like hits. I feel like when you get into the Japanese side of transforming robots, you never end. Right. It's really like, you know, Peter could keep going for probably another couple hours on how this stuff just kept spiraling and this and this and this. In America, it was just like, well, you got GoBots and you got Transformers, right. you know, and that's the brand. It's much more restricted. And there's plenty of little minor, you know, rabbit holes to go down there as Galaxy well. But Man. Not, nothing like Shockwave. So- so one thing I was going to say about the, that action toys line, it was somewhat frustrating. So at the larger scale, we got the Psykill, but then we never got anything else. Like I would have loved yeah. to have, if they would have just done a leader one with that just to go sit opposite of it and whatnot. Um, and then the way they, they showed... just kind of died off. I wonder uh, like were, were sales bad or cause I've heard they were related to make toys. They were make toys have been struggling. Yeah. And I don't know yes. if it was just all of that together, which that was also part of Moss Toys was involved with that. Well, that hurt make toys. Right. And it's like, how much did that take down? And you how can, much did that impact? You can tell that the designers are the same guys that were doing the make toys and fans project. And like it came well, the out. The designers were the on the boxes. Of the, the action it came toys from one. the same factories and whatnot, too. Like you can just tell, like, like if you hold those figures next to those older fans project and whatnot like you can you can tell that there's like it's similar you know kind of kind of oh, thing so like, like i would highly some recommend of the, all of them so right? some of the boxes of that like they all say what the designer is on and so some of them say like jizai toys and mm-hmm. jizai did the function x line like he did all of those which was really well known yeah. or it was well known that he did it you know um and most of his transformations are always awesome but there's some earlier designers on some of those that I, and well and in the middle that aren't as fun you know, yeah. and they all come with all the display based stuff, which I wish they would just cut out. I don't need yeah. more of that. Like, but I get they're being I, consistent. I don't but... know how much they that actually added to the cost. I, I don't know. Like, because oh, I, I'm not even saying just, that. I just don't want to deal with it. All it doesn't figures... need to go with Machine Robo. That's the right. thing is the display based stuff has nothing. You could use that with your Diaclone reboot stuff. Just move right. it over there put it on those shelves. Right, but yeah, all of those toys I think were the. Will, uh, what, like 40 bucks or something like that i think the newer not ones not the bigger ones more. but yeah right. yeah the, i meant the smaller the yeah. smaller figures and whatnot so and i think you can still find some of them but like again what frustrated me is they showed off a turbo or in whatever the machine robo name is or whatever yeah um they showed that off in what 2016 like, I remember seeing that at, at uh, TFCon, right? And it was supposed to come in the next wave. And then it never came. And so, like, Loco came out, like, I don't know, a year ago, somewhere, whatever. Uh, but we still haven't seen Turbo. And and so that's the thing that kind of frustrates me. I'm, Supercar Robo. I'm really hoping that, like, because it's like, I, I just want that one figure. If I could just get yeah. that and be done and then... Um. I, but then you'll need a scooter. And a yeah, scooter, we need a crasher. Yeah. And a copter. So this guy. Yeah, I knew yeah, what Rick exactly was doing. I knew guy. Rick had the early yeah. prototypes. I was like, he's over there. Oh, damn you, Rick. You're, you're like the one that has has the copy. And then there's this guy. The, the Project Racer. Came out. This one came out? Yeah. No. Yeah. 
No. Wait, wait. That one has more Pro Truck Racer on it. That's Pro Truck Racer. Tough Trailer is the one that came out. Pro Truck Racer has the spoiler, the helmet, and, and all the extra greebles. All right. Did this guy come out? No. No. Who's that? I don't know who that is, but no. Unless I've missed it. I can't tell who that is. Like, they've really, like, Tough Trailer is the only thing they've released in, like, two years. Uh, this is uh, flat, Flatbed and Jet Guy. Oh, Jet Transfer. Yeah. They haven't released that, no. Oh. So they have, like, they showed a, a back, Yeah, that came out. They put him the out, jet, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And they all come with a bunch of different weapons and stuff. And Crasher... Loco is awesome. If you... Did... Loco is one of the, yeah. the top tier ones. Well, were they supposed to do a Crasher too or no? I don't think I ever saw a Crasher prototype. I, no. I, don't I never saw a Crasher no. prototype. And because that... it's coming out of Machine Robo, like, yeah. I don't know which characters are popular in Machine Robo. And, like, for all I know, the Crasher mold means nothing to Machine Robo fans, right? Um, I don't know what number it is or it's anything. So. Force Robo, and then it only came out in white in Japan. There, was, I mean, it did come out in Best 5 in a different deco. Best five was a series of five packs. It was three or four different five packs, and each one had 600 figure series in different decos. That's pretty cool. They need to do this guy in the new line. Well, I think they need to do anything in the new line, and I don't think they're going to. Did this guy mm -hmm. come out? I don't think so, no. Uh, he, he didn't come out in the GoBots line, no. Oh, it just came off. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the... That's the for the listeners, Rick's holding up a transformer. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, the turbo you have is that like a production sample, or is it or uh, like painted resin or whatever? This is a production sample. So that one got pretty close to being done, then. Yeah, this is this is like plastic and diecast, molded in the colors it's supposed to be. Um, yeah, the you other one's send that to very Rick. rough. You're welcome to send that to me anytime you want. Uh, you know what? The reason I have these uh, Moz toys sent these to me, saying, hey, can I have um, something sent to your house? And I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. Because uh, he was living in Hong Kong oh, or Thailand things. or wherever the hell he was. Oh. And I get it, and I open the box, and it's all these protos. I'm like, oh, Okay. How are you involved in these? How how did how how did you get involved in these? And um, then he did a Kickstarter for some Seeker prototypes. It stole six hundred dollars from Lucas. And uh, he kept my money. Yeah, I sent him money too, and he kept it. So I keep these. And if anyone comes looking for them, then they can pay me my money back in interest. So I I didn't get prototypes in return. So. No one else did. Yeah. I mean, that's not worth six hundred dollars, but at least it's something, right? It's worth six hundred bucks to somebody. <laughs> now it's a yeah, like make toys, moss, and action, like all that stuff just went down together, you know. And make toys has tried to come out of it, but then you know they've had issues and said, "I don't think we're gonna get anything else from." action 52 toys or whatever it was like it's confusing because there's a 52 toys that does beast box so is this just action toys is that what it is no 52 yeah, I, I believe it's action toys as far as i know so but yeah. as far as as far as the regular go bots i don't know that we're ever going to see 
GoBots re-released. And the reason for that is, is like, we've kind of like alluded to this, that there's like craziness with licensing because the figures were licensed from Bandai and Bandai is a, you know, a competitor and, and, and whatnot, um, you know, these days to Takara, um, you're probably like, we're probably never going to see it because Hasbro. So, okay. So Tonka was bought out by Kenner, right? I think Tonka bought or did Tonka yeah, Tonka buy was, Kenner? Tonka, Tonka was bought by Kenner and then Kenner was absorbed by Hasbro. By Hasbro. And so Hasbro technically owns the GoBots like they own, like, like they Hasbro own. the the yeah. Hasbro could make new GoBots figures. Correct. Like, they, like reissuing the old just, stuff maybe not, you know, they can't reissue the old toys because the, yeah. they don't own the tooling, right. but they own the names. They own Guardians, they own Renegades, they own Leader One and Psykill, and the name GoBots. Like, but, if they wanted to put out a new Psykill that was a new design, they could do that. Yeah, they could put out a, a motorcycle that happens to yeah. be similar or whatnot. So, um, if, if they wanted to. But I don't know at this point, like, how much interest there is outside of 40 year old people like us. That's, <laughs> are like, I mean, the thing is, if you want a good Psykill. If you, you want know, a good psycho, you buy. That's what it's going to be. Gobots. It's going to be the uh, guardian or yeah, the base. It's going to be the it's next. It's just Hasbro a retooled at at. That's all. <laughs> yeah, if you want a good psycho, you go get Action Toys Deluxe Psycho. Yeah. The, the that one actually oh, has the psycho face, though, right? The initial release. Yeah, the, 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 there was there were two releases. The initial face had the psycho face. The second one did not. I think it was pre-orders only got the the cartoon Psykill face with the. I think they struggled a little with that line just because, you know, it's it's a machine robo line, but they knew stateside people are buying it for GoBots because that's what we know, right? right? And like other than that, none of the rest has anything, like even you know hinting that GoBots exist really, you know, um, you know like definitely not the character selection, right? You know because they didn't do. A crasher, which if they did it, they'd probably have to do it in white because it's machine robo, knowing that half their customers or more or whatever want the black version. So they probably maybe that's why they just punted on it. I don't know. They would want the black version with the, the crazy face, not the, the just Pink plate face. face. Yeah. yeah. And you know, we'd have to get a scooter. And you know, not a cycle, so and a small foot. <laughs> like I wonder how it would be if they started Who is off. That's rescue. There you go. Or I wonder how it would be if Robo. if they had instead started off with the uh, more GoBot centric characters, even if it was Machine Robo, and that maybe the line would have done better. But alas, there's nothing new showing up on the store, so I I don't know. I would stick with my guess that they are completely dead. But... Pretty much. Hmm. But yeah, so I, I don't know. I mean, that uh, we said that Hasbro had um, has like redone GoBots, like some of the names and whatnot, to keep up the trademarks, right? Uh, I think they have some like kids' toys and whatnot that have used GoBots. Is that right, Rick? Yes, and there was some G two characters called GoBots. There was a G two character specifically named GoBots. He was one of the water dudes, and yeah. 
And, and of course, the uh, place my understanding from Aaron was that um, they only did that not to secure the name, but as a fuck you. Hmm. There you go. So, but either way, you know, when I was uh, there, uh, one of the things that came up a lot through BotCon was um, at the end of BotCon, you could fill out like a questionnaire and stuff. And um, people said, I want a GoBot set. I want a GoBot set. And Hasbro's stance was, that's not Transformers. We're not going to celebrate someone else's brand at our convention. That's a dumb stance. That's a short-sighted marketing stance that doesn't get like... No, I think that's... We we make make 2,000. You make like 2,000 of these. It's not going into Walmart, right? Yeah, but think about when you talk to the the press. It's like, okay, who who are these characters? Who are they celebrating? Actually, these characters are celebrating a line that was made by a different company in the 80s. How do you like, talk? How do you talk to the press about it? You know, when you're trying to market press. your like There's CNN cool. doesn't give a fuck about you know the botcon toys. You know, um, and let's be real too. Like we're talking about like six figures, right? Like the three main renegade, the three main uh, guardians. That you do is repose and you slap some other name. Did the press care about G2 Optimus Prime, like the green tank, or? Whatever, like no, because there's no. I'm not no saying press. it's right or wrong, but you gotta. I'm just saying from their point of view, this is how they look at it. All you right? give it it's, a different name. Their brand, don't they're tell them that they're it's investing actually. thousands of dollars in this convention. They want stuff that's brand centric to them. You just you just don't tell them. You just do it. You don't put the name Cycle on there. You know it's a it's Groove, Shatter Glass Groove. I kill colors. That's how you get away with it. I mean, that's what Shattered Glass, at least from a toy standpoint, that's half of what it did was, you know, another avenue to give a lot of repaints. That- You're muted. You're muted. You disappeared. How did you manage to meet your The cat like nudged the mute button. Um, he's ready for his food and he's getting very uh, ornery. Um, Yes, kitty cat. <laughs> but, but you're right. Shattered glass functioned to repurpose a lot of things that had no fiction attached to them. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. And, stuff. and jazz was like straight up G1 jazz for the most part, right? Um, like you could have easily put some GoBot homages for the main six and nobody had been the wiser. Fight me IRL. Actually, don't. I'm old and fat, but. <laughs> Yeah, Rick, why didn't you do that? Yeah, Rick. <laughs> um, there's a lot more that goes into presenting what the set's going to be to Hasbro than I think you guys realize, but that's... <laughs> no, I understand we're under... At least I'm underplaying it just to be a bit right, facetious. Right. We're, we're just I kidding. mean, we, I've heard a lot about, like, how many sets y'all got rejected and then, like, how many molds get rejected, even though the set or the times when Hasbro dictates the set. They're like, no, you're doing animated this year so that we never... No, have they've to never dictated it. the set. Never once. That's not true. They, oh, Hasbro that. never once dictated a set. I feel like never. we've heard that from you know certain people that you're not a fan of, um, that that happened a couple times. Like animated at Hasbro, particular. I can tell you, why yeah. I, working at Fun Pub and working at Hasbro, Hasbro never dictated a set. They never once said you have to do animated. No, no, never. Maybe it was, maybe what the story then was just that. 
okay, you can do animated, but this is the last time because we want to move on from it. Maybe that's what it was. Like if no, you're going to do, do it now, because yeah. they liked animated because animated was something that they weren't ever going to do. So there wasn't a chance. Like the problem was, it was that shattered glass jazz. That that's where uh, some of the animosity came from Hasbro because they saw that as a generations jazz and we were kind of screwing them by doing it in like almost straight up G1 jazz colors taking kind of like the, the one two punch out of them doing a generations jazz well Hasbro so they took love it out the of... fact that that animated was in the in the works because they weren't ever going to do that again they were never going to put that out again so it's like Use all the molds you want. Use all the animated molds you want. The only ones that were off limits were the exclusive molds to Takara because then Hasbro would have had to retroactively play um, royalties towards that. Well, Hasbro got the last laugh when um, they ended up releasing all the Seekers at retail anyways. And uh, Fun Pub sets were never as popular again because people were like, well, the real good stuff's going to come out at retail anyways later. When look at it from Brian. Yeah, it's true. That's true. You look at it from Brian's point of view, because I was like, oh, that sucks. That they, they, They're going to make our figures go down in value. Brian's point of view was, so what? I already sold the figures. I can't sell them again. I can't resell them. When someone sells them, they get the money, not me. So yeah. I don't care what Hasbro does. A bit short-sighted. I mean, I understand the point, but I mean, it obviously impacted future sets when, you know, and it makes them to not want to do as much desirable stuff. I remember a few years after that, that uh, somebody from FunPub saying, we don't, like, so, you know, somebody had asked, like, hey, why don't you do, like, some G1 character, right? And they're like, well, you know what? We feel that's Hasbro's job. You know, you and know like, Has so I feel Hasbro like would um, say, well, that's a character we could potentially do ourselves. So stay away from that one. So, like, the first figure they wanted to do for the uh, subscription service, I think, was a um, blue blue streak or silver silver blue streak, whatever it was, um, out of that chug mold. Didn't and Hasbro end up like, doing a blue blue streak? They did. Uh, out of the Combiner Wars. Combiner one. Wars, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, but that chug mold, and and Hasbro said it was it was Greg who said. That that seems like something we can do as an exclusive somewhere at Target or something. So no, you guys can't have that. And then they did though. And then later. Yeah, out of out of a different mold. Yeah. One that was not as good. So yeah, that's gonna be frustrating. Yeah, sorry. We got off topic here. Yeah. So GoBots, what what other what final thoughts do we have on GoBots? Or is there anything that we have not covered yet? Gobots are fun. Give them a chance. Pick them up. Sit down. Play with them. Play with yourself. And um, enjoy. Explore. Don't don't be afraid to explore. Don't be afraid to to want a new experience. And and try it with a friend. Try exploring with, with a friend. Try playing with Gobots by yourself, but with a friend. Uh, to steer it back a little bit to more sane if you take anything from the show it's that uh, GoBots have a lot of gems in there um, and if you're like hey what toys should I buy you know I think uh, Monstrous 
Puzzler, um, get some Rock Lords. You know, I'd say Fossil Source, but that's not realistic. Um, and, you know, I think Scooter is really neat as well. Um, but yeah, dive in. Like, a lot of them are dinky and not so great, you know. Um, but a lot of them are really cool and different, and they look nice, and they're cool-looking robots. So uh, don't count them out. And uh, and I the mean, action toys, deluxe. Like I, I, I think like there's a... Is display pieces... You know, you get the, um, um, sorry, what was the playset again? I just blanked on the name. Command Center. Command Center. You get a Command Center, and then you can use that as uh, as a display. And you can put what figures inside, uh, because like when it opens up and whatnot, you can put, yep. uh, put the figures inside. And so, I don't know, it's a lot of fun, and the power suits are, um, are really neat as well, um, and not that hard to find. Um so I, I think they actually make for a pretty good display. Um, Which gets to Rick's point earlier, too. You know, that the fact that they all are the same height right. makes them pretty easy to, to display. You get some stair risers as well, and everything lines up pretty well. Yeah. yeah. Right. And they're die cast. Yeah, so if you Go can find are... them in good, uh, good condition... Peter Sneezing. And you so, can get Transformers has a Rector, but GoBots has that GIF with the one that looks like a big Wayne crank going up and down that I'm sure y'all have Robo. seen. Yeah, that's a machine robo toy, which is cool, and I actually have positioned that way because I'm a child. Um, but you can get that too. That's fun. GoBots are great. They are varied in in presentation varied and transformation uh high quality little metal dudes with rubber tires they they have fun fun engineering um and and they just they like like it's been said they display great um if you want to jump into the machine robo side of things there's a lot more you can do in addition to your gobots i've got a near full set of gobots i've got a near full set of pre chronos machine robo um including the play sets and the cassettes and cards and stuff calendars magazines i don't even know um so yeah it's and and, and then there's there's stuff that that's just, it's just all over the place and there's like machine robo rescue which got a little bit of a release a little bit of exposure in america starting around 2003 and that's more kid-centric as far as the cartoon is concerned but the toys are fun um yeah fun engineering if you like bandai type engineering it's like a cross but engineering it's like cross between transformers and power rangers um, somewhere in the middle there. And it's a lot of fun. Bonus points. Last week, uh, for those who, who watched the show last week, uh, I said I picked up a figure that uh, was what I believe to be the first Optimus Prime figure released in Japan. Not Convoy, Optimus Prime. Um, do we know what that is? The first figure released as Optimus Prime and not Convoy? Correct. So I'm, I'm guessing it it's obviously not the normal Optimus Prime then, because that would be uninteresting. Is it, is it that Optimus two-pack with the G1 and the movie Optimus in it? Negative. By then he was already being called Optimus Prime pre, so it's pre 2007 because in 2007 is when they rolled him over from Convoy to Optimus Prime. Oh, I get the that, question. That was Dark of the Moon, that two-pack, right? Correct. The Chronicle two-pack, I believe, is what it was called. Oh, was it Predate. animated? Predates animated. No, 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 because animated was after. I don't know. 
Anybody? Lucas? Rob? Like, Paul might know, because he, he likes a lot of the specific Japanese, and he, he cares about names on, on things like that, whereas I'm oblivious. You ready? Gobots. Go- oh. Of course. Oh. It's on topic. Gobots yeah. together. Optimus Prime. Uh, same card at the card front with a sticker over the, the top here. Like where it says robots in disguise, it just says whatever. I, I don't read Japanese, sorry. And on the back, it's got Japanese card. Oh, he's not there you go. He's Optimus Prime. Good job tying it all back together. Hey, you know um, what you do in a, in a week or two? Um... Microman. I don't have any. Uh, well, I don't have a lot of Microman. Or Micro Change. Sorry. It's like that has some uh, ties to Transformers. Does it? Does it? All right. Uh, last thing we're gonna do is everyone's gonna say their favorite Gobot. Gobot. Character uh, or toy? Toy. I'm gonna I'm gonna start it off. Give you guys a chance to think. Uh, dive, dive. Because I had so much fun playing with that. I'm going to go to Robert. Uh, monstrous. Monstrous. Lucas. It's kind of a cop out, but I'm doing it. Um, I mean, I'll say the uh, the bigger version of Leader One. The Super GoBot version. This okay. guy. That guy. And, yeah. and Peter. Super GoBot Spacey. I loved, loved, loved that toy. All right. Good, good chat, everyone. Uh, so I do want to mention Book Club this week is going to be R.I.D. 46 and Redemption. So that is going to be Sunday night on the TF Talk Discord. So uh, join them at 9.30 Eastern, 8.30 Central. Um, and uh, thank you guys for joining us. Thanks to everyone in the chat. Uh, thanks to uh, Zaldron and God Ravage. Thanks to Anna, um, who is in the chat as well. Um, Rich, um, Antoine was in there earlier as well. Soulcraft. And Soulcraft, yep. So if I missed anyone, I apologize. But uh, thank you guys. Uh, thank you everyone, and we will see you next week. Thank you so much. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure a presentation of tftalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting, and on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another TFYLP. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.